And suddenly, a great tempest arose on the sea, so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him. Lord, save us. We perish. Why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds of the sea. And there was a great calm. So the men marveled. Who can this be that even the winds of the sea obey him? Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side, because they are the co-host. They're the ones in charge. They're the ones in the captain's chair. They're at the wheel and they are steering this ship that we call life in these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome to his hard line. Glad to have you all here. This is episode 513. We're going to be doing a reading out of Genesis 35. We'll have a little summary. We'll close us out in prayer and then we'll start the next show it is tuesday april 18th 2023 so i hope everybody's having a good day so far i know i am my wife and i and the daughter we all went out to eat it was great and uh, i got we went to red robin it was kind of sounding good we were all feeling in the kind of burger kind of mood and uh but i got a burger without a bun so i'm trying to do better i got a burger without the bun I need to still lose a few pounds. So there you go. So we're going to get right into it because we do have a packed night. We got a lot to go over and it seems like there's just never enough time. So without further ado, we're going to get right into the reading. Okay. So Genesis chapter 35, I'm reading out of the New American Bible Revised Edition. And by the way, for anybody that might be watching slash and or listening, I should say over there on Clout Hub, 
just so you know, I have figured it out on how to have both, you know, have the audio from both Podbean and from my mixing board to play on there because basically a lot of the audio you'll hear on Clout Hub if you're watching the stream, which you're not really seeing a whole lot. You're just seeing my studio setup. That's it. Maybe my arms and hands moving. You might see my face a little bit, uh, side profile of it. But by and large, it's nothing really crazy to look at. But if you're a visual person while listening, you know, there's something stupid to look at over there. But um, I did figure out to where I can get all the audio to play from what I have in my Podbean player versus what I have in my phone patched through my mixing board. So it might sound a little sloppy, but there won't be any dead air like there was before. Because like I said, the only audio that would play would be, you know, what's in my, you know, what I'm playing through my mixing board and, and anything that's in my Podbean, you know, library wouldn't play. It wouldn't comprehend for some reason um, <clears throat> or connect properly, I guess I should say on the Clout Hub interface. But I kind of figured it out. I do have to stay on top of it, though, because I have to switch from one setting to another while I'm, you know, doing this live on the air. But that's only when I do something, play something from Podbean. So there you go. <clears throat> so, okay, what we are going to do and what I'll do too, in case, you know, people are curious, I'll just put the link right here in the chat for anybody who wants to see pretty much nothing on Cloud Hub, but there you go. All right. Um, so Genesis chapter 35, we're going to start it off verse one. And then God said to Bethel, excuse me, God said to Jacob, go up now to Bethel. Settle there and build an altar there to the God who appeared to you when you were fleeing from your brother Esau. So Jacob and his household and all who are with him, uh, get rid of the foreign gods among you, then purify yourselves and change your clothes. Let us now go up to Bethel so that I might build an altar there to the God who answered me in the day of my distress and who has been with me wherever I have gone. They gave Jacob all the foreign gods in their possession and also the rings that they had in their ears. And Jacob buried them under the oak near that is near Shechem. Then they set out a great terror fell upon the surrounding town so that no one pursued the sons of Jacob. Thus, Jacob and all the people who were with him arrived in Luz, which is now Bethel, in the land of Canaan. And there he built an altar and called the place El Bethel. For it was there that God had revealed himself to him when he was fleeing from his brother. Now, Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died. She was buried under the oak below Bethel, and so it was named Alan Bakuth. On Jacob's arrival from Paddan Aram, God appeared to him again and blessed him. And God said to him, Your name is Jacob. You will no longer be named Jacob, but Israel will be your name. So he was named Israel. Then God said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation indeed, an assembly of nations will stem from you, and kings will issue you issue from your loins. The land I gave to Abraham and Isaac, I will give to you, and to your descendants after you, I will give the land. Then God departed from him, in the place where God had spoken with him, Jacob set up a, sec a sacred pillar, a stone pillar, and upon it he made a, lib a libation and poured out oil. Jacob named the place where God spoke to him Bethel. Jacob's family now, this is starting with verse 16. Now then they departed from Bethel, but while they still had some distance to go to Ephrath, 
I might be mispronouncing this incorrectly. My apologies. Epbrath, Rachel went into labor and suffered great distress. When her labor was most intense, the midwife said to her, do not fear for now you have another son. With her last breath, she was at the point of death. She named him Benoni, but his father named him Benjamin. Thus Rachel died and she was buried on the road of Iprath, now Bethlehem. Jacob set up a sacred pillar on her grave and the same pillar marks Rachel's grave to this day. Israel moved on and pitched his tent beyond Migdal Eder. While Israel was encamped in that region, Reuben went and lay with Bilah, his father's concubine, and when Israel heard of it, he was greatly offended. The sons of Jacob were twelve, were now twelve. The sons of Leah, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun, the sons of Rachel, Joseph and Benjamin, and the sons of Rachel, maidservant, Bilhah, Dan and Naphtali, the sons of Leah's maidservants, Zilpah, and Gad, and Asher. These are the sons of Jacob who were born to him in Paddan Aram. Jacob went home to his father Isaac at Mamre in Keratha Araba, now Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had resided. The length of Isaac's life was 180 years, then he breathed his last. He died as an old man and was gathered to his people after a full life. His sons Esau and Jacob buried him. And that is the reading of Genesis chapter 35, verses 1 through 29. Fairly, fairly short uh, reading there. So let's get into the summary. Now, before I get into the summary, because I always seem to forget, but it's better late than never, I do always want to get make sure I do my daily disclaimer here at His Heart Line. Remember, as I always state periodically in a podcast, especially before I go over this summary, in case some of you don't agree with it, it is from BibleRef.com, but I am not a doctor. I don't wear a white coat. I'm not a financial advisor, a pastor, priest, deacon, biblical scholar, or a bar lawyer. I don't give out legal advice. I'm also not the official face or voice of the national, state, or county assemblies. Additionally, I do not advocate for violence. I am my own man, and the opinions, thoughts, and statements are of my own unless I reference other material. So there you go. And some of that material that I am referencing right now as we speak would be the summary out of BibleRef.com. Again, it's BibleRef.com. So what does Genesis chapter 20 or 35 mean? What did we read here? So as Jacob is fleeing Canaan to go live with his uncle Leban, God appeared to him. And after that meeting, Jacob vowed to make the Lord his God and to recognize that location as Bethel. The house of God is what it means. Now, after growing a family and leaving Leban, Jacob's family has an ugly incident where his daughter is basically R-A-P-E-D. I don't really want to say the word because it's an ugly word in case you have kids listening, but there you go. And so in revenge, her brothers annihilate the entire town. That's what we read yesterday in yesterday's chapter, leading Jacob to fear retaliation. Now, God tells Jacob it is time to fulfill his vows by building an altar at Bethel. Jacob begins by directing his large company to gather all their foreign gods or idols and to purify themselves, including putting on new clean garments. And Jacob acknowledges that God had been faithful to him all along the way. Now, rather than destroy the idols or repurpose their metal, Jacob just buries them, as we read. Now, this symbolizes a complete and total rejection of those objects. 
especially when you're not even using the metal to repurpose them. You're just completely throwing them away. Now, with the idols buried under the tree and the purification complete, the entire household caravans from Shechem to Bethel, the place of Jacob's first encounter with the Lord. Now, Jacob had been afraid of how other tribes would react to his son's violent revenge, but God sees to it that the local people respond with fear instead so that no one chases the family as they leave. Now, once they arrive at Bethel, Jacob obediently builds an altar to the Lord, and he calls the place El Bethel, meaning God in Bethel. Now, a passing reference is made to Deborah, the nurse of Jacob's mother, and her burial in this area. Now, it's not clear if she had just died, but um, or you know if this refers to some earlier event. But once Jacob had completed his former vows to the Lord, God appears to him at Bethel again. This time, God affirms several things, and he has previously declared. Now, he says again that Jacob's new name is Israel. And he reminds Israel that nations will come for him, from him, and land promised to his ancestors, Abraham and Isaac, will belong to him and his descendants. Now, Jacob, now also called Israel, once again responds to God with an act of worship. And so he builds a stone pillar and pours over it both a drink offering and oil. And he states one more time that the name of this very special place is Bethel. Now, as the company begins to travel toward Bethlehem in the region of Ephrath, tragedy strikes. Now, before they, th- you know, they reach their destination, Jacob's most loved wife, Rachel, dies giving birth to her second son, Benjamin. This answer to her earlier prayer results in her death. Now, Jacob buries her and builds another stone pillar over her tomb. Now, the spot becomes a landmark for future generations of Israelites. An Israel family comes to a place which is either a literal tower or a high place used to guard over flocks of sheep. Now, for some reason unknown, some reasons unknown, I should say, Jacob's oldest son, Reuben, defiles the family by sleeping with Rachel's servant and Jacob's servant wife, Bilhah. Now, Scripture gives no detail on why this happened or how or to what extent Bilhah was cooperative. But in that culture, taking the wives or the concubines of a leader was a sign of conquest. And many scholars feel that Reuben's act is a clumsily attempted coup, if you will. Or it could be maybe considered an act of revenge against the father who failed to love Reuben's mother, Leah. It's also a possibility. And Jacob, not called Israel, strangely seems to do nothing at first. But many years later, however, as we kind of read in uh, Genesis 49, which we will read in Genesis 49, 4, um, and, and uh, excuse me, yeah, Genesis 49, 4, and then 1 Chronicles 5, 1. And this will cost Reuben the family's birthright. So Genesis then repeats the names of the sons born to Jacob, and the daughters are not mentioned. And as the emphasis is on the future patriarchs on the tribe of Israel, these sons are grouped by their birth mothers. Leah and Rachel were married to Jacob. Though Leah's involvement was only due to uh, deception by her father, 
And this created a rift between Jacob and Leah and a rivalry between the two sisters. And now as part of that rivalry, both brought their servants, Zilpah and Bilhah, into the marriage to give them surrogate children. And with the birth of Benjamin, Jacob has 12 sons. And so finally, this section of Genesis ends with the death of Jacob's father, Isaac, who lived to 180 years old. He is buried by both Jacob and Esau at the family burial cave in Mamre. And so the remaining chapters of Genesis, as we will read, will describe the fate of Jacob's sons as they are drawn into Egypt. And much of this story will focus on Rachel's son, Joseph. So that is the summary for Genesis chapter 35. So a lot, lot that takes place here. And I believe, like I said, so we're in chapter 35. I believe we have 15 more chapters before we conclude the end of Genesis. So what we're going to do is we're going to end in prayer. And then we'll get right into the next show. We'll start at the next show because, like I said, got a lot of stuff to cover. Not sure if I'll be able to cover everything I want, but we are certainly going to try. So, Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you so very much for this day, another day of life and good health and all that you provide for us. We thank you for the gift of companionship with our spouse and thank you for our children and for those of us that are, you know, in a different stage of life for our grandchildren. Really appreciate that. We pray for all those that are sick and have, you know, issues with uh, either broken bones or health or uh, maybe uh, inception of trying to get pregnant. Uh, anybody, our nephew who's dealing with um, seizures, uncontrollable amounts of seizures on a daily basis. We pray for all these people who are dealing, even people that are just dealing with anxiety and stress and just the burdens of life. We just pray that you bring resolve and peace to people's hearts and, and you bring healing and hopefully answered prayers for a lot of these people because there's so many people out there that are hurting father you know this i mean you hear the prayers and the and the weeping in people's you know internal souls we just pray that you know with a little bit of belief in them that they turn to you and that you might be able to bring them resolve and comfort and really to just bring peace in their life no matter what that answer looks like we just pray for peace and healing for all we pray all this in your holy son's name jesus christ amen Amen, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to close this out. Give me about a minute or two. I'm going to grab a you know quick sip of water, and then we're going to start the next show. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And um, like I said, if we don't catch you on the other side, we will be back here tomorrow. Now, tomorrow, let's see, tomorrow is Wednesday, and I might cover this again on the next show. Uh, tomorrow is Wednesday and is the start of the Georgia Assembly. Uh, they do, um, oh, what's her name? Elisa. Um I believe, I'm not sure if she's part of an education committee. I got to believe she is. But tomorrow starts uh, the call, the first call out of three calls. It's an education call. They do three weeks, one call a week, every Wednesday for three weeks, about an hour a call. And I believe there's a Q&A. So tomorrow starts the first round of calls again. And I was going to start, I was going to listen in on this round of calls because I'd like to you know, learn some more because I don't know it all. You know, there's a lot of stuff I read on the forums and, you know, as much information as there is, it's hard to retain everything unless you reread it or hear it over and over and over again. You know, you might remember something, but then you try to go back and reference it. It's like, oh my gosh, like, where is all this stuff? So, you know, the whole purpose with, with assembling and, 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 you know, self-governing is you have to self-educate. That's the most important thing. You have to take education and learning into your own hands. So 
But anyway, but uh, give me about a minute or two. We're going to close this out and then we will be right back. And Rietta is late to the party. Rietta and Donnie Howdy out there in California, IA. You probably had something you were doing, but come on back to the next show. You might be surprised what song I might be playing next. Um, I'm not saying I'm getting back to my old DJing ways, but I had a few requests, so I might just play, you know, a certain something, something that somebody might be asking. <laughs> Leslie Liberty says disco. I don't know. You might have to come to the next show and find out. Who knows? It could be Limp Biscuit for all I know. I don't know. It could be Limp Biscuit. could be Michael Jackson. Shoot. Might be death heavy metal for all I know. I don't know. Could be system of a down chop suey. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we shall see. Dun, dun, dun. And suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then... His disciples came to him and awoke him. Lord, save us. We perish. Why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds of the sea. And there was a great calm. So the men marveled. Who can this be that even the winds of the sea obey him?